from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with another classic BrainStuff episode. For as many ads as we do on this network about new cars, I personally happen to own an older one from 2007. So when I rent or test drive a newer one, I feel like I'm in the incredible future. I could really see myself getting used to a reverse camera or a heads-up display or safety features that help keep you in your literal lane. When used correctly, these technologies are great. But we got to wondering, is there such thing as getting too used to them? Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. As some automotive safety experts have long suspected, recent studies show that the more technology we have in our cars, the worse we drive. And that includes cars' infotainment systems and active safety systems. The American Automobile Association, or AAA, sponsored a study that confirms how distracted drivers get. The study was conducted by researchers from the University of Utah and released in October of 2017. It rated 30 different vehicles' infotainment systems on their potential to distract drivers. 
The study found that navigation systems were the most demanding distractions, and that tuning the radio and programming the navigation took drivers' eyes off the road longer than making a phone call or texting. But overall, all infotainment tasks, calling or dialing, texting, tuning the radio, or programming the navigation, were associated with higher levels of cognitive demand. The AAA research supports the findings of a University of Michigan study released last summer. This study, sponsored by an automaker, was designed to find out how drivers were using the automaker's blind spot warning system. Overwhelmingly, the researchers found people driving cars with blind spot detection systems tended to change lanes without ever checking for traffic on their own. These two studies identify two main problems. First, that using some safety technology distracts drivers more. And second, that drivers use safety systems as a primary source of input rather than as a backup. This all hints at a third problem, that automakers are racing to develop these types of technology, and some are less cautious than others. Combined, these factors add up to a lot more drivers paying a lot less attention on the road. We spoke with Bill Van Tassel, manager of driver training programs at the AAA. He explained, the new technologies are sort of a double-edged sword. If they work properly and drivers use them properly, there is a net safety benefit. If it doesn't work properly or the driver changes his or her behavior, there will be a net loss of safety. Data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration shows traffic deaths increased from 2015 to 2016 by 2.6% per 100 million miles driven. But those deaths weren't due to distracted driving. Fatalities caused by distracted driving were actually decreased by more than 2%. But the rise in drivers not paying attention on the road is still a problem. Right now, many drivers have access to some type of autonomous driving technology, usually marketed as active safety systems, including blind spot monitoring, self-park or park assistance, dynamic cruise control, which automatically follows the car in front at a safe distance, slowing down and speeding up as necessary, lane keep assist, which senses when a car drifts out of its lane and helps the driver get back on track, forward collision warning with emergency braking, which senses when a car gets too close to the car in front of it and automatically applies the brakes, and systems that scan for obstacles such as pedestrians, large animals, and cyclists, often combined with, again, automatic emergency braking. It's easy to imagine that the more of these systems are found in any given car, the less that a car's driver will believe it's necessary to pay attention to the road. And here's where the line gets blurred. Active safety systems are supposed to be a backup to a driver's skills, to step in if the driver should make an error. Yet autonomous and self-driving car technology implies, by its very name, that the driver won't really have to do anything behind the wheel. Another issue is that most of these systems are still relatively new and have only recently begun to show up on affordable, mainstream cars. That means a lot of consumers don't know how to use them yet. Further complicating matters is that there is no consistency, enforced or voluntary, among the auto manufacturers, so these systems can operate very differently between brands and models. Eventually, a true self-driving car will use all of these systems and more, networked together to ensure the car never comes too close to neighboring traffic or other obstacles. However, even then, and certainly now, drivers are still supposed to remain in control of their vehicle. Since many drivers already show too much confidence in active safety systems, some safety experts worry that it will be hard to convince people to pay attention to the road in an even more autonomous vehicle. Experts suggest that standardizing technology terminology will help consumers understand what they're buying and how it really works, and further, that auto manufacturers should work with dealers to make sure that information is getting across to their buyers. Van Tassel of AAA maintains that ultimately the responsibility lies with the driver. He said, 
You should know what your vehicle systems will do and what they won't do. You're the one taking the vehicle on the road, so you need to be the one who steps up and initiates that. As for the original question of whether our driving skills are deteriorating, Van Tassel is a bit more optimistic. He points out that drivers now need to learn how to use 20 or more new kinds of technology. So, in a sense, our skill sets are expanding. In the future, traditional driving skills may no longer be necessary, but fully autonomous cars are still a long way off. For the time being, drivers should be ever more vigilant and ensure they're using self-driving technology as intended. Today's episode was originally produced by Tristan McNeil and is based on the article, Do Our Driving Skills Diminish When Technology Takes Over? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Sharice Threewitt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.